0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I'm your host, Felix Mallorca. Thank you so much for joining me once again. Uh, We're here at the Local Hub Studios as always. Big shout out to Local Hub for being our sponsor and an even bigger shout out to Picnicked for being our second sponsor. Uh, More from them later. Today I am sitting with
1: Ruth Romero.
0: Ruth Romero, there you go, all <laughs> right, stepping in. Um, Ruth, how are you?
1: I'm good, and yourself?
0: I'm great, how, how are you feeling right now?
1: I'm just a little nervous, obviously. I, this out. is my first time ever like, being interviewed. I love it, <laughs> see
0: this is, and this is kind of why I've started this life, and I've talked about this before, but I want normal people to feel like they're being heard, mm-hmm. and I mean quote unquote normal people. Uh, because all we see on TV is like famous people
1: polished
0: like, yeah polished mm-hmm. the point of this life is for everyday people mm-hmm. so that sounds better than normal people yeah everyday people to feel like they're being heard and they're important because we all are important and sometimes we get lost in that um so tell everyone a little bit about how we met and what you do here at local hub because we did we met here
1: yeah so um what I, how we met was just basically, did we meet at the, what was it? I feel like we were drinking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so shout out to Local Hub, yes, uh, co working space. Yeah. So they have happy hours here, <laughs> which is so dope. You get to sit down and network with people, yeah, meet yes. people. Um, for those of you <laughs> <a> laymen, networking <laughs> means talking to people, meeting people. Um, so yeah, we were at a, at a, Um, happy hour?
1: Yeah, and uh, so uh, I work with uh, New Vintage Church and um, I'm director of events. And so basically we uh, bought the theater just a couple um, doors away from here and we just uh, renovated it uh, seriously from from the cement ground floor to the rooftop and the next door we um, demolished a building and put three levels. So on the bottom level is a coffee shop um, shop called Manzanita, and then there's studios to rent out. Um, and we're it, and it's more of like a community based on for the below for the studios. Mm-hmm. It just depends. We're looking for performing art theater groups things like that. And then on the second level we call it the black box, but it's really a just a big loft. Um, it's 2,300 square foot, so it could be for any type of event um, that a person wants to go ahead and rent out. And it's then- like a wedding or anything? Anything, yes. And if
0: you're a photographer or videographer, Orca Media. Anyway, yes, go ahead. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then on the third level, it's absolutely spectacular. It's gonna be a rooftop lounge um, with, eventually we're gonna have a vendor that's gonna be full-time, that's gonna be a full bar with cold tapas as well as live music on the weekends. And you're just bringing some life onto grand that um, we just don't really have quite yet. And people are thirsty for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, big time. So being from Escondido, that theater has been just, excuse my language, has been just a piece of shit for as long as I can remember, and I've heard like ghost stories and stuff from it. I don't know if you guys have heard those where yeah it lit on fire from like the middle or something. And yeah, there's all these crazy stories so about grand.
1: We were, it's interesting enough because there is one you know fire that did occur. But then the construction, um, one of the foremen was telling me that they discovered another burnt like uh, brick area that Mm -hmm. it's never been recorded. So we have no idea. So we're always curious, like, hmm, what's the second fire? It wasn't due to the first fire. That's crazy. So,
0: yeah, that's it's good that a church is going to be there. Yeah. Get all the demons out.
1: Well, yeah, not <laughs> <laughs> no, but also within the theater, I'm going to be also, I am the one that's going to be booking concerts. So it's not just um, church base. It's going to be for the community base. It's going to be all different types of genre music. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: man. That's yeah. If you have a chance to, if you live in Escondido and you have a chance to, even if you don't actually, mm-hmm. if you have a chance to go by there, uh, it's on grand and Juniper it's called, are you guys calling it the grand?
1: So the can, it's called the grand, but the theater is called the Ritz theater,
0: the Ritz theater. Mm -hmm. It's right next to burger bench, which everyone Mm. who listens knows (laughs) that's my spot. Love it. Sponsor me. Um, Yeah. I'm, I'm, I always get really excited about things that are happening in the community because I am from here and I'm born Mm -hmm. and raised and I work with, I mean, I work with iconic, which is down the street from there. Um, I work here, thank God, and yeah, it's just, it's awesome. Wow, that was really loud. Um, so today, what I want to kind of dive into with you is your mom, you're, do you like to call yourself an entrepreneur, a business owner?
1: Yeah, I would like to say I'm an entrepreneur, for sure.
0: You're an entrepreneur, you're... I mean, you're helping your church out with this. Uh, Is that a job or just a volunteer?
1: No, I'm actually, that's a job. That's my full-time job. Okay, Yeah, my my boutique is like my side job, so.
0: So just all-around superhero. (laughs) Mom, business owner, full-time job person, and anything else you can name. Um, How old are your kids?
1: Uh, One's about to be 19 in a couple of weeks. And I have a 15-year-old son as well as my eight-year-old daughter.
0: So, I actually met the eight year old um, and I think this is this is a great segue to what I want to talk about. She is very her own person, and <laughs> I remember sitting with her. I worked with kids before, so I'm not like you know some weirdo, but uh every time I see just like I love kids like there's just so much going on in their head and mm-hmm. and I'm always like i'm like, what are they thinking so I went up to your daughter. And I was like, hi, my name's Felix. And she introduced herself. And I was like, uh, what grade are you in? She told me what grade she was in. And I was like, "What? Uh, what's going to happen with school this year? Are you excited? And she was like, meh. And I was like, is it online or is it in person? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> I was like, well, are you excited to be back? She's like, looks at me like very sincere and goes, I don't really care about school. <laughs> and, I, and honestly, my first reaction was like, well, you know, you have to... Uh, but then i was just kind of like <laughs> like i just started laughing <laughs> so then i told you that and you were very much like oh yeah she just she hates school and she she's gonna be an actress mm-hmm. um because that's what she told me yeah how did that come about uh
1: so i'm the type of person that i do believe in going to college it was right. and it's weird i'm the first out of my generation and I'm the only one that has kids and got married. And I had a, my first son at 19. Wow. So,
0: and you went to college?
1: Yeah. And I was determined. I know it may not mean to people, but to me it does, to break all the statistics. You yeah. know? Oh, um, yeah. And so it took time, but I did it. And I wanted to set an example for my kids. You know, just there's, there's nothing that should ever get in your way of your goals. So her goals are different than mine and um i really i came to realize with her is just that acting um arts is just so strong in her and it's been like that since i can remember and uh, she has it in her genes her dad's a very famous third generation spanish classical guitarist um and then his mom is uh, a, a childhood actress she worked with um, uh, Kirk Douglas. Uh, she worked with, um, I can't even remember her name, but she's the lady with Mommy Dearest. Like, no wire hangers. Oh, I can't remember. But she's worked with very famous people. And then her brother had his own sh- show called The Real McCoy. He was okay. Michael on The Real McCoy. So it's just, it's in. It's in, and, her, yeah, it's in her blood. Yeah, and uh, interesting enough, as a child, I was in as, you know, like carefree like her, but also dancing and performing was, it was just, that's my passion. But I was raised, they said, you know, my parents were like, you're not gonna make any money that way, so I was like, okay, and so I went another way. So um, I don't wanna do that to her. I She's gonna be broke, let's say for the rest of her life, but she's extremely happy, then who cares? Yeah. You know, um, I want her to be happy. Wow! I don't want, I don't want the what ifs. That was me, the what ifs, Yeah. you know, even though I did accomplish something big, but that wasn't my first true goal in life. Right. So I,
0: yeah, I mean, crazy enough, we we're talking about this before the, the podcast, I was living in the what ifs and I was very like, I need a full time job because that's what makes you successful, but I love doing film and shooting photos, and I love all this stuff, but, you know, that's just a, that's a dream, you know, and whenever I would have, like, a breakdown, like, during COVID, when I lost all my business, I was like, I'm gonna sell all my stuff, like, I can't do this, mm-hmm. I, I this cannot happen, it's gonna happen again, and like, oh my god, oh, but, like, now, I look back, and I'm like, ah, you fool, but um, what, how did you, when did that mind change, mind change, when did that mindset change for you along the way when you were like, oh, maybe... You know, maybe I, I could have changed some stuff, or maybe this isn't really the way.
1: So, interesting enough, um, I have a brother that's eight years younger than me who ended up moving in with me when he was 15. And uh, he, is that strong? That's messy.
0: <laughs> but it is a little
1: strong. Oh, wow. Mm. Um, and he's he's a very artsy individual himself mm-hmm. and so during that time i'm like hey benjamin you need to like you need to you know do good in school you need to do this you need to do that and i was just noticing that i was just fighting with a brick wall <laughs> like that, what's yeah. the point point? and everybody has their own different paths in their own ways and now he's 30 he has a second location. Um, he has uh, two vintage stores, one in Newport, and then one in Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard, and wow. he's doing really well. And then on the side, because he just loves doing it, he's a barber at one of the oldest barbershops in Hollywood. It is absolutely spectacular. Sweeney Todd Barbershop, I have to make a shout out, because even Mr. Sweeney, seriously, he, um, I, you walk in there, and it's like walking in the back, like you. It's a time capsule. Really? Yeah. And he did it right. Like he he didn't change anything. Whatever he did add, it was it was from that time error. Wow. So it's just and his marketing, everything. It's just amazing. Yeah. So my brother loves that too, and he's doing really well. And you know, within time, it's all to me. It's always God's timing, and your God has a plan, and. And I saw that with my older brother. So I was like, well, I don't want to make the same. I kind of made mistakes with my own, my brother, I mean, my younger brother, Benjamin. Right. Um, so I don't want to do that to my kids.
0: So you were kind of like a mom to Benjamin? Yeah. Or did you put yourself in that role?
1: No, I had no choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my mom had left us when he was three. And um, I felt like I had to. And maybe I didn't have to, right. but. We didn't have any other older women figure, mm-hmm. so it was just an automatic thing. And not only that, like when he was born, it was really weird. It was just like, "He's my baby," you know. Yeah. He was just like everything. There's a lot to of sisters
0: me. that are like that.
1: Yeah, and um, and we're still really close. So.
0: So what his stores are are what?
1: He, the one in a new um, at Newport is called Swelligant.
0: Swell, elegant. Yeah. like swell and elegant.
1: Yeah, and yeah. the other one in Hollywood is called Star Days. Okay. Yeah, it's right off of Hollywood Boulevard. Right. Um, he was funny because when he per- got the lease for that space, he's like, "You never guess where uh, you know we're getting the lease." I'm like, "Where?" He's like, "Where you used to drag me when I was younger." And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, <laughs> American Apparel. So he, they took over the first American Apparel store. Holy crap! Yeah. So I was like laughing because I remember he would just sit in a corner and be like, he was such a like he was the kid. I hate being in here. <laughs> and now he's in there and he lives there basically.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. And they sell like that vintage kind of clothing too. Right?
1: Yes, they actually. um a lot of, when Hollywood was open, um, they would go rent for them because his um, fiance just, him and they just have this eye of real authenticity um, clothing.
0: That's crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, wow. she could like gl- literally go to you and be like, oh yeah, that's from 1955 because of the stitching and they did this type of, and I'm like, whoa.
0: yeah." <laughs> well, all my clothes are from China, so. Um, <laughs> Man, that's that's insane. So okay. then when did that when did that kind of when you saw him do the things that he loved, mm-hmm. did you did that change your mind or was it earlier or when did kind of
1: Yeah, the things that he loved. Yeah, it changed my mind.
0: Okay. So yeah. that's now that's how you're raising your kids? Yeah. What are the what are the two others doing? Or what do they love to do?
1: So my <laughs> oldest uh He's just about to graduate um, and I don't know what he's going to do, you know, and my heart and it, I know he doesn't see it and I don't really express it, but for some reason, something is going to tell me he's going to do something with art and ministry. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's very sensitive. He's very different. I call him my rainbow child,
0: <laughs>
1: you know, you um, yeah. he's just has something that's just, I amazing elijah is just a very strong-willed individual and no one can tell him what to do yeah so i don't even want to fight that battle (laughs) 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 whatever he does he'll do (laughs) yeah that's awesome
0: and then what about the the younger boy
1: so joaquin um
0: is he the soccer player
1: yeah that's the soccer player he is a very like my my yoda that's my yoda and uh just a wise smart good head on his shoulders old soul old soul yeah and um he keeps on going back and forth either a pediatrician or a dentist but his passion is soccer it's been soccer he's been to austria they love him there in vienna at their youth academy and then also in malaga too as well in spain at their youth academy but the only thing what keeps him here is that one parent has to move in Europe. I wouldn't mind doing that, but. (laughs) On my way. Uh, Malaga is a fun city, that's for sure. That's awesome. So yeah, that's his path. That's what he would like to do and whatever, you know, it's whatever. I know he'll do something great. I know all my kids will, whatever it may be. I always say to them, if you wanna be a janitor, be the best janitor you can be. Don't ever settle to be the, you know, just, uh, just be the best
0: yeah you're gonna make me cry um i'm yeah i'm pretty sensitive myself uh man that's oh, do that 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 i mean sorry to call you dude but uh that's yeah, okay that, that gives me chills that's awesome when they were kids did you throw them into different sports and different activities or did you let them choose mm-hmm. because i mean when i was a kid i was i liked different things at different times and i got bored of them Mm-hmm. And I have a very short attention span. Before Instagram and all that, I was the kid that just couldn't really focus. And uh, I'm sure someone would diagnose me with something. But um, were they like that when they when they grew up, or did you just say, "What do you want to do?"
1: So with uh, Elijah, I tried putting him in sports. <laughs> it's just comedy. <laughs> he didn't like anybody touching him sorry oh no because i remember he was on the soccer field and be like he touched me like at four and i'm like just i just knew <laughs> he, I, he was always artsy okay and he would tr- drum since he was two he he was just always i, I knew he was going to be a drummer okay. so i um, mean he always he you know drew pictures all the time but very detailed i'm like Gosh, you took the time. At the, remember, I think at three, like, I don't even have the patience yeah, to do that. That's awesome. And so, Art, like, I just did whatever he wanted to do. I got him drum set. He has, you know, guitars, um, basses, like everything. So, for him to, whatever he plays, he picks up and he does really well. Man. And then, awesome. Joaquin, um, we put him in soccer. And I remember he was four years old. When he made that first goal, that was it that kid would do five to at least eight goals per game at four wow
0: and
1: he was just Just yeah it was just on he was just and then all of a sudden like we're like okay you got to learn how to do both feet i didn't know much about soccer it was my ex-husband he was actually really good at soccer and just and he now he he's a righty and a lefty so i think that's what helps him too
0: That's so cool. Mm -hmm. What about the little one?
1: She was just automatic. It was just singing and dancing. That girl will put on a show ever since I can remember. Um, And she's still that way. I mean, I would think by now she would be a little bit more shy to do things in public, but she doesn't care.
0: Didn't seem like it. No. (laughs) When I was (laughs) talking to her.
1: She actually does, um, you know, she helps put an input, her aunt is in music and they actually actually ask her for advice and wow. they'll listen to her yeah because she and she's really on point i'm like wow you kind of make me feel small
0: <laughs> that's cool i mean not that you feel small but no like, but yeah. Yeah. yeah she's just she's a beast um we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back picnicked Picnicked is a small Latina-owned picnic business. Annalie, the owner, has a huge love for art and event planning. She thrives in creating tranquil spaces for others to experience intimate and sweet memories with friends, family, or significant others. She is passionate about what she does and takes pride in designing the perfect oasis. You can book through Instagram at Picnicked underscore, which is spelled sorry, which is spelled P I C. N-I-C-K-E-D underscore. Choose Picnicked for your next birthday, anniversary, or even just because you deserve to treat yourself. You will not be disappointed. And even better, she's offering 10% off if you mention this life when booking Picnicked for the months of October and November. This is a no-brainer. If you're looking for a date night, if you're looking to surprise somebody, or if you're looking to just have maybe a girl's night, at an amazing location, obviously, because we live in, in San Diego. Annelie and her team set up the picnic for you, and it's not just a basket and uh, some like a plaid sheet that you sit on. It's pretty fancy stuff. She has different packages. She has uh, different add-ons. For example, if you're trying to spice up that gram, just make sure you tag her. Um, she has that as well. So again, Their Instagram is at picnicked, P-I-C-N-I-C-K-E-D underscore. And if you mention this life, you get 10% off your booking for the months of October and November. Back to the show. Um, So you.
1: First of all, we have to say cheers. Oh, that's
0: right. (laughs) Cheers. Here we go. Yeah. We already drank out of it. Isn't that bad luck? Whatever. Mm. Mm. So we're uh, we're actually drinking some of The Rock. Shout out to The Rock. Sponsor me. Um, <laughs> I'm giving everyone free pub, free pub, and I'm not getting anything back. Um, <laughs> we're drinking some Terramana tequila with Topo Chico. Uh, is that that's the grapefruit one?
1: That's super, yummy. Yeah, super bomb.
0: <laughs> and then there's these like little rim. Did you like it?
1: I love it. It's
0: pretty bomb. Yeah. Right? um people put them in like white claws and stuff have you ever had a white oh
1: yeah i haven't but i like the truly's better i don't i to be honest with you i would rather just make myself vodka soda water and put it splash of whatever flavor i want and call it a day a little, <laughs> little yeah. yeah
0: yeah i get that um so you mentioned your ex-husband
1: mm-hmm.
0: earlier uh obviously you've been through a divorce what what was that like for you guys
1: um it was a very challenging like in the sense of me initiating it it was me that separated it Uh yeah um he's 15 years older than me and so uh i grew up and he didn't it's not like if he's a bad person it's just he just didn't grow up Mm -hmm. and i prayed for years for years and i said god either please heal my heart or open the pathway for me to go ahead and move out and do what I need to do to make myself happy. Yeah. And so um, I, everything just was lined up too perfectly, and I did. And it, I finally, it was hard because, you know, he's still a friend. Right. It sounds weird, but.
0: Well, you still have that connection with that other person.
1: It yeah. Yeah. I don't hate him. He's still a friend and I love him dearly, but I just, I wanted to be happy too. Yeah. And, but at the same time it's caused, you know, consequences. My happiness has caused my kids unhappiness, and that, that breaks my heart.
0: Uh, Yeah. That's, that's, (laughs) that's one of the hardest things I think I always, I had the friends whose parents stay together for the kids Uh. and that's a Blink 182 song. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And they, you know, i they wouldn't even because kid i'm not even saying anything kids this is such a crazy dilemma in the world because parents are allowed to be happy mm-hmm. you're allowed to be happy but sometimes it's at the expense of of the kids and when i was working with kids i would meet kids that were like oh yeah mommy and daddy sleep in the same in a different room
1: yeah that's sad and i'm
0: like wow
1: yeah i, I don't want that and
0: then they just spill their guts and they're like yeah the other day my mommy and daddy were fighting and my dad went to his room and i was like his room yeah he has his own room he he says the bed's not big enough and i'm like oh. yeah anyway let's talk about legos or something like that and like you have to just kind of move That's- on but then it stays in the back of your head and you're like what did you did you see any change in your kids towards you or towards your ex
1: well they resent it, i think in the beginning me because they didn't understand you know I'm not going to spill the beans of why I really going to leave your dad. And, and so um, it took a minute and for sure my son did come around and my daughter, they both, you know, they started to realize why, you know, and why I did leave and him, my, it's kind of weird because my ex-husband and I like are good as friends, but if we go more than that, like, there is some violency, not like, like, but not, you know what I messy. mean? It just gets messy. Yeah. And like, I'm just not myself, right. you know? And then that was when I was like, okay, we just have to keep certain things separate. Yeah. And now I feel like, because right now my son and I are dealing with some things and he's been like the mediator and it's, it, I really am grateful for him that I could talk to him. The 15 year old? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So wow. I'm, I'm really grateful.
0: When when did it click that you just weren't happy in your marriage? Because that's always something that I I question. Like, if I get married, am, obviously I'm not gonna know right away because I'm like, oh my god, this is my wife and stuff. And then as time goes on, am I gonna know or am I gonna fool myself?
1: So to be honest with you, I I was really young. I was 21 when I met him and then we kind of got purposely pregnant. I was like, I look back then, and I'm like, you're an idiot. (laughs) 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 Not because of having my kid, it's just the decision making. You're like, yep, let's do it. Yeah, and uh, by the time I kind of saw and realized things that like, no, you should have ran away, I was already six months pregnant. Oh, boy. And so I I wanted to marry him in the beginning because that's what you're supposed to do right? Mm-hmm. And uh, religion really puts it, even though I am religious, but they kind of push it. And I felt like I had to do it for my kids. And so um, let's rewind this. My 19 year old, soon to be 19 year old is not from my husband. He's okay. from my high school sweetheart. Okay. So uh, I was like, okay. So I'm, the one you had at 19. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So gotcha. I was like, here I am, the second time, second, you know, baby daddy kind of situation. Um, let's go ahead and let's just do this. And um, I believe it or not, when my dad passed and a year later I got married, and this is when I would turn twenty-five, um, I didn't want to do it. I didn't. I just said everything in my heart and my soul. I even, I almost, ra- I ran away from like the altar, basically. Before I walked, wow. and um, someone in his family said, "Do it for the kids," and that was it. You put the kids in the mix. I'm, gonna, you know, that just tore, really tore at my heartstrings. So, I did it. And it, and um, his friendship is a blessing, but I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't remarry. Like if I was to do it again, I wouldn't remarry. I wouldn't marry him. I think we. I would have just continue to have like a like i wouldn't stay have stayed with him i would have done things different but then it's hard to say that because then i wouldn't have my little valentina
0: right and you (laughs) wouldn't have been where you are now yeah 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 yeah. so
1: so what it was just like what got to me the most was there was this one point when i might i have a stepsister who is literally two weeks younger than me and we were thirty. I was thirty three. She was thirty three, and um, she got diagnosed with breast cancer. That really took it took her. Yeah. It took her so fast. And um, I remember when she was on the her deathbed and fighting for her life. I looked at her and I said, "Wow, if that was me, and I left this world." I would I I wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't have I I wasn't happy internal inside, and just to think that I would leave sad this world sad, that like kind of bothered me a lot. Yeah, and I just had to leave him after that. I was like, I have to be happy too. I yeah. <laughs> hey, that's you know that's life. Yeah.
0: Life just I think there are those moments that and unfortunately they need to happen or those if you wouldn't have found out then I'm sure you would have found out later but yeah. who knows what would have happened later um, I mean I'm sorry about your stepsister uh, mental health wise when you were with him did how how did that take a toll on your mental health
1: Um. <laughs> It was a real roller coaster. Because
0: you said you weren't yourself and you noticed
1: that. No, I really wasn't myself when, um, the one thing that I could say is he was super, and this is a fact, I mean, I'm not saying like, you know, there's like he and she said, this is a fact. He would call me like 15 times a day when he was like on tour. Wow. Um, Or when he was at home, I would go, let's say if I go to Target or something like that and call me like at least two times before i even entered the store what are you doing where are you going and it was just like he was super possessive too and controlling and um that led me to be a can i say the word?
0: yeah bitch. okay let
1: me to be the biggest bitch in the world and that's really not my personality right you know and i really love to care and to love and i was noticing i was like you know, F you. And like, it's just like, I, I didn't like that. I And and I noticed there was, I when I was not in the moment of things. So like, I one time I remember he called me and I'm like, what? And he bugged me. Like, he was just, he got on my nerves. And I remember I was going down the stairs and I just plummet down the stairs because I tripped because I, I don't even remember even walking to the stairs. Because, yeah. you know, you go on this other world because they're, they're just mindless effing you yeah, <laughs> basically yeah. and um and that's due to his own insecurities it wasn't because of me and and he knew that and you know and it's just he had his own upbringing that he saw that he thought that other women would do even though the women in his life didn't do it, it was the men in his life that were the ones that would cheat on their spouses right. and so it was, it was just from that and i get that but um it was just it was too much yeah yeah and me constantly having to worry about certain things when he didn't it was just like i gotta move on yeah yeah. i'm tired i mean
0: that's 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 big of you obviously because you have kids but also i think there's a lesson to be had that and I, i i always say this that you should interact with people in a positive way even if they're being like a shitty person. Mm-hmm. For example, this weekend, and actually, I was thinking about it after I left and yesterday. This weekend, I went with some friends to a, a restaurant, and the guy, not the guy, the server, it seemed like he wasn't really doing his job. He and I was already hangry. I get really <laughs> hangry. I'm, I'm <laughs> such a bitch when I hang. Mean. I'm just like,
1: oh my god,
0: but like, there were. It started off with us asking for some mimosas and then the water and it it didn't come and then we're like we're ready man and he was like actually when we first ordered the mimosas we're like hey we're actually ready because we've been waiting for like 10 minutes and he was like let me put the order in for the mimosas i'll be right back didn't come back Mm -hmm. and that i was just kind of like and i was with people that i didn't really know and then my one friend that i didn't know and he came back and he was like okay we're ready what do you want what do you want to order so we ordered I ordered a thing I didn't even want because I was already upset. So then I was like, "Can we get some fries just, you know, in, in the beginning so we can get started?" He's like, "Sure. Leaves doesn't come back for like 20, 30 minutes." And I'm just like like I <laughs> I, I, I don't like to be that person, but anyway. Uh, everyone I was kind of like reacting to it and people were thinking that I was kind of funny and I was like, eh, you know, I was kind of half joking about it." But then I see him telling others, "Go get go get them the champagne, go grab the food. And like, he was coming out to take our order and like do all like the fluffy stuff, mm-hmm. but wasn't like putting in the work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got triggered because that's how it was. Unfortunately, that's how it was in city government. It was like, one guy gets all the praise, one guy gets the tip, <laughs> the rest does all the work.
1: Darling, that's just corporate. <laughs> yeah, that's, dude, fuck, fuck
0: corporate America. Um, and I was just like, this guy and, and everyone was just like kind of hanging out and stuff and i found myself just fixating on this guy mm-hmm. and this guy and this honestly this dude was like really handsome and just kind of like looked like he was just very like he just girls love him i, I could tell he had the defying jawline anyway <laughs> way, way too, <laughs> too much info and so i saw these two guys that were pretty much doing everything the champagne mm-hmm. guy the the gentleman was was a buster and he was bringing us our food but also cleaning everything and and like i kind of looked around and i, I people i i felt kind of alone cuz i was like oh i'm not really being talked to uh-huh. because i was being kind of an asshole and i was just like <sighs> so i went over i tipped the guys that I, were actually doing you know the the their jobs and going above and beyond tipped the guy tipped the the champagne guy and i was like thank you guys so much i'm not going to say whether i tipped the other dude but um yeah i i found that energy to just kind of be my energy the energy that 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 dude was bringing me and our interaction was negative and then Mm -hmm. i gave it to even in the smallest way i gave it to everyone else and there was a point where we're all just kind of quiet sitting there and kind of like or i was sitting there quietly and i'm like man the i mean when it came to your relationship your ex-husband's energy that negativity changed your day yeah and then after that it changed other people's day yeah and I yeah, I mean honestly you did the right you made the right choice.
1: I think so. <laughs> it seems like. Yeah. How do you feel now? Now I feel I feel free for sure. You know, yeah. it's the first time that um I mean in a long time I can just do me and be me and not having so are you going to drink that? Yeah. Are you really going to drink that? Y- yeah. Why are you going to drink that? Oh. No, that's, and I, and I didn't like that. Like, excuse me, yeah. I feel like I want to have a drink. Yeah. Let me have a drink.
0: <laughs> like, you, you, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> you threw me off.
1: Yeah, but it was just, it was just, you know, I and that sound, may sound small, but that just it does add up.
0: That's not small. That's, <laughs> ladies, if, if a guy is mm-hmm. watching, and if it's malicious, if it's like, let's say, okay, let's say Ruth showed up, was already drunk. I poured out some more tequila, and she was like, "Give me the whole fucking bottle." Then I'd be like, "Uh, mm. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea. Let me try to steer it a different way." And
1: yeah, that's different.
0: Maybe pour some water out and be like, uh-huh. "Yeah, chug this." Yeah. But if the guy, if you have one margarita, and they're like, "Oh, you're gonna drink,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're monitoring what you're drink, what you're drinking, or
1: eating, or or anything. eating, <laughs> or
0: and I had this conversation during brunch when uh, that asshole was being an asshole. Um, <laughs> I, my friend was like, yeah, this guy who was, I was dating was older and he was saying, you have a lot to learn from me. And oh, you have, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I would expose him because he's a dick, but I'm not going to. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, my, my, my friend was just like, I hated it. And I hated, I hated being out with my friends and getting that call like, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, I'm out drinking. Oh, again? It's like, dude. And she doesn't even drink a lot. Yeah,
1: it, yeah. It might
0: just be one or two days when, you know, or maybe a week where she's like, oh, I went out twice this week or three times. Or
1: then. just because you go out doesn't mean that you're having more than one. You know, you can, exactly. you know, socially drink and just have one and that's it. And you just need to unwind.
0: And like, even if you do, then that's that's fine. Like, yeah.
1: Until it messes with your daily life, then there's a problem. But I just, I, Yeah. <laughs> ladies <laughs> don't allow any man to control you <laughs> exactly
0: and that just that little like picking apart of like yes why, why'd you say it like that
1: yeah well and then i would say to him just because you know you're 15 years older than me and you got the chance to and i didn't even party when i was married to him at all i actually drank way less than i did now it just wasn't in me because i was a mom right. um <clears throat> well, right. I, sometimes i want to go ahead and just be a little bit free that doesn't make me a bad person. No. You got to do that in your twenties. I didn't, and I'm now, you know, being responsible for our kids. Right. So, So yeah.
0: he learned that kind of jealousy from his upbringing?
1: Yeah, the whole, um, I could, yeah. You don't have to go into
0: detail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, <laughs> yeah.
0: You don't want to air out his dirty laundry. Um, so you were a divorcee with how many kids?
1: Three.
0: Three. Mm-hmm. In you are how old were you?
1: When I got a divorce? Yeah. Is that sad? I don't remember. I think I was 33. No, I 30, was 33. 33? Yeah.
0: So what's it like trying to get back out there? How long did you wait after?
1: Um, I waited for a minute. Not that, I mean, long. I mean, I would just see and just to go out on dates and... And then there's a period that I was like, uh, do I have, like, I want young men? Like, it was so weird. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, it was really weird. And I was, I just, it's just bizarre to me. If you're younger than my brother, then I just cannot, you know? How old's your brother? He's 30.
0: Gentlemen, if you're over 30. (laughs)
1: But so were they you, approaching you? Yeah, and but it was interesting um, that they had more guts than the older gentleman. And so one time I did allow the swing guide to take me out. He was barely twenty-one, but he held himself so mature. Right. And what's the guy
0: you tell me about the other day
1: that went to Miami? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and him and I are still friends. You know. Um,
0: how did that? How did that even start?
1: um i went to go to look for i've graduated college got finally my ba and i wanted to get myself my car and he was uh, he didn't sell me the car but he was one of the salesmen and he just started talking and i didn't even know he was that young and then he's like hey do you mind if i take you out on a date and i'm like yeah no problem wow. i thought that was if you were bold enough to ask me i'm gonna say yes because you just never know i'm not about a person with looks either yeah because that's not something I think you should judge a person on because you never know if they could be something or they just can be a really good friend in the future. Right. And wow. uh, <laughs> that's
0: so mature. And I've, you know, before you keep going, I had a guest on here that was like, I'm pretty sure ugly people are all just going to be single forever.
1: That's not right. And I was
0: like, I don't think you want to be saying that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, that's not right. Not at all. Not at <laughs> that's all. That's
1: really shallow. Well,
0: you know who you are. <laughs> None of the people that have listened. I'm no. sorry. <laughs> anyway.
1: But, um, so, we went on two dates and and always had a very mature. And then all of a sudden, he said something that kind of, like, put him down. Like, how old are you? Yeah. And then he's, like, 21. I'm, like, no, yeah, 21. And I was, like whoa
0: and you were 30
1: i was 30 i was 34 okay yeah and but to be honest with you it was a really good friendship and you know i guided him to go do his dream now he's successful where he's at and um it's not saying that i'm i think i feel like i was supposed to be there at that time for him and he said certain things to me too that i kind of forgot about myself you know, so it was a good combination. I needed him and he needed me at that moment.
0: What did he go do, if you want to share? He's
1: actually an inspirational speaker in Miami. Like, he's doing really well. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's. I don't know. He's had a really rough, I mean, I'm like, when he would tell me and I'm like, and you're the way you are and you would smile? Yeah. And you're not a drug addict? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It was just like. statistics. a statistic. Yeah, just, he's an amazing human being. So, um, definitely. Yeah, getting back though in the game, like I'm gonna tell you the whole, I didn't try the whole online dating, I was not about that. Um, If it it doesn't happen organically, then I need to be single. Wow. Yeah. I know that may sound, just that's who I am, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean everyone's different. I know people, and I used to date people, or date, I used to judge people who met each other online. Like I'd be like, wow, you guys are just trying to hook up and, hold on, sorry my yeah. Phone. um yeah i was like well you're just trying to hook up but then i met people who were getting married and who were engaged and i was mm-hmm. like holy crap and if you're still in this mindset of like uh online dating's you know not whatever and, like talk shit about it uh aziz ansari i don't know if you know who that is he's a, a comedian mm-hmm, no. he released this book it's a really good book i don't remember what it's or modern it's called modern love and mm-hmm. he talks about like how people meet now and how our love languages are kind of different now and how it's easier to cancel on people, because um, it's over text. It's like, hey, yeah. can't go, boom. Whereas before it'd be like, you'd have to call them and actually put in effort, but that's beside the point. Read the book, Modern Love, Aziz sorry. He talks about, um, shit, where was I going with this? We
1: were talking about dating, online dating. Okay, online dating. Did the tequila already get to your (laughs) head? I'm
0: sorry. I got really into the book and I was thinking like, what else did he (laughs) say? Yeah, I told you someone would have diagnosed me like back as a kid. Um, He talks about how online dating isn't bad. It's pretty much going to a bar with like a remote control Uh and picking your options like, okay, um, this age range. All the people who are like, I don't know, 50 or something Yeah, gone. People who don't have a boyfriend, boom, or women who don't have a boyfriend, those, all those people are gone. And then from there, you can kind of pick and choose. And like, when you put it in that human sense, it makes it less like, because I thought it was scummy. Mm -hmm. But now I'm like, oh, people meet like all types of ways. Yeah. Um, Where I want to, I want to keep kind of diving into this. Where have you like been approached?
1: Um, I mean, obviously, uh, bars but not like in the sense that it's like sleazy yeah. you know it's kind of weird because i would always expect like you know before i was divorced like oh people meet at bars and yeah even though i still have never been with anybody from a bar yeah. i just well. i don't know i don't know It's where just, are you from <laughs> you
0: come here a lot yeah exactly cool. here's a drink
1: <laughs> yeah um uh Walking down the street, really? <laughs> yeah, <Dude>. um, <laughs> Ruth huh? No, I don't like like guys just naturally if they come they, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, they can come, you know. And I'm no. not an ugly individual, <laughs> so I'm not conceited, but I know I'm not ugly, <laughs> you know. And so it doesn't matter. It de- n- um, no to guys, it totally does. Oh, yeah. We're we're yeah, we're animals. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. Not gonna lie, we're animals. Um, uh, yeah just dating's interesting for sure, yeah
0: how do you when let's say like how far into the relationship do you say, or even if you have a relationship, you say, Oh wait, by the way, I have three kids
1: um, I think pretty much right away, actually, right away, like if it's the first date, like, hey, this is who I am, and I'm not looking for a father, like yeah. you know I'm looking for just... my my best friend obviously someone who respects my children and that's that I mean I take care of my kids you know and um, so it's not like if I'm I feel like it's different when you're trying to hunt like when someone's trying to hunt like I need someone to take care of me yeah versus I think there's a pro and a con in my situation that, like I don't need you you know
0: you can weed them out easier
1: yeah. Yeah. And on to the next. On to the next. And, um. Yeah, it's it's just we different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because my twenty-one-year-old was like, I think like I need to get married and I need you know, and now like I always say I wasn't ever gonna get married, but I think now that I'm thirty-eight, I feel like someday, yeah, but I'm not in any rush and it's gonna be with that right person. Right. Yeah.
0: So before this, we were talking about, uh, I asked you how your weekend was, Yeah, and you were like, and you talked a little bit about it before, but you were like, (laughs) you know what, it sucked.
1: It sure did. Honestly,
0: I I think more (laughs) people have to, and this is, I think, how you make connections. I've talked about this before, having language is very important, and having connections, real connections with people is important, because we're all so inclined to just be like, I had a great weekend. Like, what, you know, what'd you do? Uh, Nothing, just chilled but Mm -hmm. really you sat under your covers and you cried all day because you have no idea why. Mm -hmm. And it's just like that. And then when you Mm -hmm. tell people that, I remember going to a job uh, or a shoot over at Iconic and I was like, uh, one of the trainers was like, what's up, how you doing? And I'm like, I don't know, man, I just feel like crying today.
1: Did you really? (laughs) I love it. She was
0: like, really, why? I was like, I'm probably just overwhelmed or something. I don't know, I'm trying to figure it out myself. And she was like, yeah, I'm really exhausted. I'm like, let's just have like a nap and cry sesh or something and she like started laughing and we just kind of laughed because obviously it's not a big deal. I was probably just Mm -hmm. overwhelmed and exhausted and I felt like crying that day. We all have those days Yes, and we wake up and we're like, on, I don't do I have to do this again? Can I
1: just say the thank you for like you being a man saying that? Yeah, it's easier for women to do that, yeah. but men not so much. And I don't look at you and thinking, oh god, this guy's a wimp. It's actually <laughs> no. like, oh, you're more attractive.
0: <laughs> What's up, ladies? I cry a lot.
1: <laughs> no, but you know, it just it it shows that you're human. That's yeah. you know, and you're not trying to be this. You're obviously, are you Hispanic? Felix Mallorca. So. Yes, obviously, okay. yes. <laughs> so, and, and within our culture, the man's not supposed to cry. Nope. Suck it up.
0: Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. My mom and I actually spoke about this the other day. Uh, also, mama's boy. Uh, she was like, remember when you used to cry all the time? And we're kind of diving into some, some other stuff. In my other podcast, I talked about getting, uh, getting cornered by CPS. Mm-hmm. And then, like, saying that my mom abused me and stuff, which wasn't true. Obviously, mm-hmm. she, she spanked me a couple times. and But it wasn't that. I never mm-hmm. went to school scared or bruised or whatever. She's an amazing mother. And we're sitting there, like, talking, and, and she was like, yeah, every all your cousins would always call you gay. And uh, I was just a sensitive kid. Like, my, my cousins, my, one time my uncle, I remember, was making some joke. And then... Or someone was like how are the uh how are the girls are they chasing you yet and i was like huh like i just kind of laughed and he was like or the boys and that just got to me i started crying i went to the bathroom like i was like <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and
0: um he felt like garbage because he would never make those jokes and once he did it was i was just like i didn't expect it from him so yeah. obviously i started crying like i was like I'm not gay and like growing up hearing that obviously being gay is not bad
1: no like, not was, at all
0: i wasn't because they would make it out to be something negative yeah and i would always get because i was like a sensitive kid and i would cry all the time i don't know why i cried so much but um yeah it's in our in our hispanics are just or used to be or are i don't don't really know anymore but it was like a a boy's crying like yeah get that kid some you know girls or something and yeah but
1: yeah that's within the old school hispanic culture and i think now the generation um, is educated or just more adapted to the new culture and the new norm, yeah. you know, and for all of that. So that's just what it was. But I mean,
0: going back to, to what we talked about earlier, um, see, I'm not drunk. I remember things. Um,
1: <laughs> Ask me. No, I'm joking. No, I'm just joking.
0: <laughs> I do uh, Yeah, I think everyone should be open to being like, and, and I know there's times where, you probably shouldn't do it like, Mm -hmm. or just be so straight up. Like, how are you? My grandma died and I'm really sad. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just kind of like, you know, I've had better days. Yeah. It's been better. Like, don't lie about, you know, be transparent, be transparent with each other. And you never know that other person might have just like Kaylee told me, she was like, yeah, I just feel really tired and Mm -hmm. we're both burned out. Boom. There's a connection. We can both talk about that. That's it. Anyway, yeah. but going back to your weekend, yeah, and you want to talk about it a little bit,
1: yeah. Just um, my my fifteen year old. It's more, I, and he's a lot. Him and I, are like, the, we're twins, right? Exactly, personality um, wise. Besides. His, it's so funny. I call him El Rubio because he's a blonde hair, blue eye, white, kind of looking kid. And he's fully Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. But he definitely has my um, strong will, strong goal oriented personality. And this is where my fuck up moment as a parent, you know, and kind of he handled things the wrong way, which he's 15, you know, and that's un- that's very um, expected. Yeah and it has gotten to the point that he had a, he, I'm gonna be raw, okay. <laughs> this is hard, Okay. but. Um, no, you don't have to if you don't no, want to. No, you but. know what, it, 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 and, and you know, I was thinking about this, Um, this is before, um, not everything is black and white, and not everything is, the, is normal, or, um, so you have to just be real, because a lot of people, I don't know who's listening, You know, right. Um, And he's, he had to go move in with grandma because, and grandpa, because grandpa is very ex FBI, very like kind of like I just love my, he's my stepdad and I love him and I know he'll put him in his place. And, um, you know, he's, my son did tell me that what I was doing that was kind of making him upset. And it, I stepped back and I was like, you know what? You're right. There's certain things that you, I do have to change. I do work way too much. And hence, sometimes it's stressful. And um, I need to learn how to decompress better. And uh, also, like, he didn't like the guy that, you know, that I'm dating. And I his every value reason, and now it's questioning if I shall be with this person or not. And or, you know. Um and that's real that's you know, because that's my son's with me forever, and um he has he had real reasons not to it's not because I just don't like him, right but it got to the point that what my son did was too much it was extreme amount of disrespect okay. that um I was like, I'm here by myself if you if you're disrespecting me this bad alone. And it was kind of scary, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, then I just, until we can work on things and slowly maybe you come back and move in, but um, you're staying, you just have to stay with grandpa and grandma. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think that ego, that man ego kind of got to him? Oh,
1: extreme. <laughs> Does he have that bad? He is, yeah. So I just know Joaquin, Will definitely have that. Um, whoever he marries, he's gonna he's gonna treat her amazingly. He's gonna he's the man. Yeah, I just I see it already. Well, whoever, when he becomes a father, he's gonna become a good father. Like it's just he has, and he has that that kind of that old school Hispanic, even you, you know, kind of, and that's not his dad. Yeah. and that's why nature versus nurture type of situation It's mm-hmm. just in him.
0: So that so then the the. Nature was kind of overcome by the nurture and it Mm -hmm. kind of binded together.
1: Yeah, because his dad's not, to be honest, this is the part that I just don't respect his dad on. I was like, you need to grab him. Sometimes I feel like a mom can only do so much. Right. And at some point it has to now be the father that needs to make him to be that man. And that's where I think he's at at this point. When is it that I'm not... I can speak and i can be a man versus like um respect versus being disrespectful and that's just not as a parent but that's just as a human being period that makes sense
0: yeah it does
1: yes that's kind of (laughs) so he the father just didn't step in in that way and he likes to be a friend more and i just that's the part i'm like (sighs) it's rough yeah, That's the part I'm like, uh uh uh, because I still have that old school Hispanic mentality, you know. Um, even though I'm light on other ways, but still, you respect
0: you drizzle it on there.
1: Yeah, you need yeah. a respect, yeah. So, Big but counter. to lose him, like, not I didn't lose him, but to have him go, so that was I, I, was, I was in bed all day, I mean, from friday night until like this morning basically and that's not gonna you know i'm not gonna lie because it's just
0: it's a it's a little setback
1: yeah that 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 was hard and sunday we had a great talk last actually yesterday and it 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 made me okay this is what i need to do and he knew okay mom then this is what i need to do okay so it's a good positive we're in a good direction
0: so did you approach him to talk or did he approach you
1: um
0: or did you both just kind of be like look we're going to talk on sunday
1: no my my ex-husband actually had to come down to to get something for my daughter because my daughter's with him this week um right now because of covid we kind of alternate weeks um so he brought him and kind of he kind of forced the situation and we're both stubborn, Joaquin and Joaquin. Oh yeah, he was just kind of like <laughs> Basically. crossed. On. I was like, "All right, whatever." Yeah. But um, uh, Joaquin just definitely just had a good way of he approached things this time. So, and he said one thing that he said to me that made him me you need to be with my stepdad right now is that I Grandpa Eddie can he's saying things that's making me realize he's you know I'm able to be more calm when you know what I did was wrong and he's able to speak properly and um and I'm grateful that I have my you know my stepdad for him
0: a good support system mm-hmm. man well I feel like we can keep talking all day but um <laughs> I think we'll wrap it up thank you so much for for mm-hmm. being raw and for sharing that with I mean with everyone obviously mm-hmm. no one has amazing days every single day mm-hmm. and i kind of blame social media a lot for this because oh yeah that's all you see you see the amazing days and you see the days when everyone's just like "Ah," you know Mm -hmm. but and i mean not that i'm saying like you should be crying on social media all the time being like my life but like (laughs) you know there should be like a like a little medium um be open with other people Mm -hmm. uh the reason i started this is so i could be open with my guests and my my listeners uh i put out this little three-part series that I'll, i'll probably share with you of uh just my kind of depression and my, my I don't want to say journey or struggle, but just living with having depression and then going into therapy and hearing someone say, you're severely depressed and maybe medication will help and the medication actually helping mm-hmm. and then dipping down again because medication isn't a crutch that you should use. It's kind of like a supplement. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you so much for being on no,
1: thank you for having me
0: this was uh i have a good cry after this <laughs> I'm, not
1: gonna, I'm not gonna lie
0: um or I'll, I'll reflect a little bit um i mean do you want to plug anything do you want to tell the viewers or the listeners anything that you have going on or anything uh, just you know
1: i let me say this though to parents
0: final thoughts here we go
1: let's what i said to my son yesterday and that's what like broke down a lot of barrier is like you got to remember that i'm human too and i am truly sorry and i think apologizing is something that a lot of parents don't do yeah and um when i saw his face after i said that i was like wow like it just like a thousand pounds just really released out from him so awesome. it's okay to be, to say, hey, yeah, I did mess up, but I'm willing to go ahead and make things better.
0: I mean, yeah, as a, as a, I've had those come to Jesus moments mm-hmm. uh, with my parents and I'm just like, whoa, mm-hmm. like you're, you know, you're Rosa and Felix, you're not mom and dad.
1: Yeah, exactly, so. Yeah. exactly.
0: That's beautiful. Um Make sure you follow me on. I, like, I don't even know to segue from this. Let's <laughs> just end it right there. Um, follow me on, on Instagram uh, at Majorca Media. That's M-A-Y-O-R-C-A, M-E-D-I-A. Uh, find this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just type in Majorca Media or This Life. That's one word, This Life. Uh, Ruth, thank you again.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Uh,
0: I will see you all on the next episode. Bye. <laughs>